One of the most tragic chapters in Yoruba history was the unfortunate Kiriji War, which lasted for 16 years. It is today regarded as perhaps the world's longest civil war. Find out in this video how powerful was Ibadan that it was able to combat several Yoruba states for years without being defeated. And how did this war even eased the British so hard that they had no choice than to bring it to an end? It's early 1800s, Doyo, which used to be the central power of Yoruba and surrounding kingdoms, has been weakened by internal crises and wars such as Akum War and rebellions from tributary streets like Bogu and Numpe, including raids from the Fulani jihadists. Its leaders and survivors decided to leave its location and move southwards, where it is currently located, after its king, Uluewu, has been killed in the wars and they called the new place Oyo Atiba. The survivors of the war region around Yoruba land back then settled around the area and that includes Ibadan, Kisi, Shaki, Igbo and Ijaye. Ijaye appeared to be powerful then because most of those that resettled there are cavalry watches and ashore who fled from Ikoyi and other places. Although Oyoatiba is still weak at that time, all Yoruba settlements still recognize Oyo's supremacy, with Atiba, the king, dedicating defense of certain areas to Ibadan and Ijaye, which are the two powerful communities. Rivalry soon developed between Ibadan and Ijaye, for who is superior, as Ibadan itself was a military barrack. In the year 1840, Ibadan achieved a great feat by defeating the Fulanis in Ibolo, now Oshun, thereby breaking the myth of Fulani invincibility and appearing as the leading power in the whole of Yoruba land. One day, something that would bring Ibadan and Ijaye to dwell that would determine which is the most powerful of the two happened. Oyo king, Alafin Atiba, nominated his son to succeed him after his death and this was contrary to the laid-down rule that the crown prince must commit suicide or die with his father. Ijaye frowned against the king's decision while Ibadan supported it. After the demise of Alafin Atiba, Ibadan succeeded in installing the prince as king in Oyo, and this led to the Ijaye War in 1860. By March 1862, Ijaya had been sacked and its warlord Kurumi had been killed. Despite this, the war went on till 1865 because the Ijebu and Egbas frequently closed trade routes to Ibadan in support of Ijaya, and Ibadan saw the need to open it up. These trade routes are important because it is where they obtain their firearms 
and ammunition front. This ended in stalemate in 1865. After this war, it became certain that Ibadan is the most powerful state in Yoruba and it wanted to bring every other state under its control. By 1875, it has already had Ikechaland, Ekiti, Akoko and Igomino under its control. It appointed some officers called Ajeles to oversee the affairs of these controlled areas. Ibadan became satisfied with this and their new achievements. But there is still an unfinished business during the Ijayi war, and that is the trade routes that Ijebu and Egbas refused to open. This is the route from which they receive firearms and other goods, plus the fact that the Egbas and Ijebus are to be part of the Ibadan controlled states according to their plan. So it's very important, and Ibadan declared war on the Ijebu and Egbas in 1877. On the other hand, the Ajeles or officers appointed to oversee the controlled states became corrupt and power drunk, demanding ridiculous homage and exorbitant tributes. One of them even raped the wife of a warlord in his jurisdiction. Because of all this, Yoruba vassal states of Ijeja and Ikiti revolted and massacred the Ibadan appointed Ajeles. Ibadan declared war on them too, marking the beginning of the Kiriji Wars. This war was fought during the day. And yes, it was fought at the middle of the night as well. The cannon guns sounded just like this, and that's how the war got its name, one of its names, Ogunkiriji. Ibadan fought on five different fronts. First, against the Egba, who confined the activities to raids and surprise attacks. Secondly, against the Ijebu who pitched a camp against them under Balogun or Nofowokon. Thirdly, the main war at Kiriji in the east, where their forces fought a long battle against the Ikiti and Ijesha, called Ikiti Parapo forces, under the command of Ogetengbe. They had also recruited soldiers from Igomino, Akoko, Egbe, Kaba, and Oworo into their army. Fourthly, Ibadan fought at Ofa in the north, where they faced the Ilorin Fulani, who pitched their camp against the people of Ofa, who are ally of Ibadan. And finally, at Ileife, where the Ife people joined the alliance against them in 1882. Ibadan forces was led by Are Obadoki, Latosha, and in spite of Ibadan's disadvantages in the war, these five forces could not effect his defeat. On the 16th year of the war, British merchants at Lagos coast complained bitterly about the effect of the war on their trade because trade routes to Ibadan was still closed. So the British intervened and the peace treaty was signed to end the civil wars in 1886. 
despite this, Egbas and Ijebu still close the trade routes to Ibadan, which is going to be a story for another day. Share my video and follow this channel if you want to hear more about that story.